Hello everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. I'm Hakeem. Jacob. Thank you guys so much for listening. There's a little lag. Okay, yeah. what are we cooking up today, Jake? Yep, you, I know you what know this. What are you starting with? I got five on it. You really haven't heard this before? <laughs> I've heard it. Okay, I was about to say I've this. heard Spicy. it. <laughs> I had forgotten about it until I went and saw Us, because this is in the, like, the beginning of Us. Okay. Check that out. I got five on it. Um, another thing, speaking of Us, I still haven't gone to see it. Guys, to see it. two jobs, school, it's a lot. I don't have time for movies. I got two jobs and I barely can pay my bills. Hey, amen. That is my life. But uh, how was it? It was you pretty see, good. Yeah, it was very, I mean, not I pretty good. we talked it about was, it before. It was very, very good. Whenever it comes out on DVD, we'll do a review for it. <laughs> well, by the t- okay, Tabitha's reading Supermarket. I read Supermarket. We definitely need to talk about Supermarket yeah. and us. Those maybe may be like, those may be the stash episodes. Yeah, maybe do like a like a kind of like a hip hop exit for a minute, but it's still mm-hmm. I mean, it's parallel. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, Supermarket was incredible. I'm going to talk about that at the end for the good note. Okay. Cool. I won't let release any spoilers, don't worry. Okay. Uh, we'll hit some news, and then we're going to jump into Jaden. It's not Jaden Smith anymore. We'll mm-hmm. talk about that. It's Jaden and Kevin Abstract. He's going to be like Prince, where his name's eventually just going to be a symbol. Maybe. Like a pyramid. I don't think it's going to be like that crazy. A pyramid with the Twin Towers behind it. <laughs> and a statue of Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> and it says, and then at the very top, you just see, look into it. <laughs> I just missed a pun. A buff, like you know, they call that like the, the upper half, like when they do a statue, but it's only like your shoulders and up, oh, a buff. Oh crap! A Shia LaBeouf buff. <coughs> a buff of Shia LaBeouf. A buff of Shia LaBeouf. All right, this is not curb your enthusiasm. We need to uh, get <clears throat> get back on. Man, track. I love that show. Ah, guys, sorry. All right, uh, did you hear about Melly? Yes, he is facing a death sentence. Yes, and I can give a little bit of background as to why since I have a degree in criminal justice and don't use it. Let's flex it. Essentially, why he's getting a death penalty in Florida, whether you agree with it or not, the issue is they can can try to charge him with a death penalty because they have proof and they're charging him with first-degree murder. To charge somebody with first-degree murder, you have to prove intent and you have to prove that it was planned and premeditated. Supposedly, they have this is this is what the report said because they can't put out evidence after like before a trial. But they said they have Snapchat messages that prove that Melly and was it YNM Bortland? I don't know his accessory. Right. But they there were messages between them that proved they (coughs) wanted to kill those friends for financial gain. But that's all the report said. Well, that's so weird. What's the financial gain there? I don't know. See that I think. We, Unless they, somebody wanted him dead. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. That, I didn't even think about that aspect. We'll see. I'm sure we'll see those messages or, like, redacted versions after the trial, but they're not going to release yeah. any, like, firm details before the trial. Yeah, but, I mean, like, how else do you profit off somebody's death other yeah. than a hit, you know? Um, so that's pretty wild. That's crazy, man. Nineteen. What is he, 19? Something like that. The, man, him that's and not Kodak an excuse. Black I'm just saying, devils. like... Him and Kodak Black, man. Kodak Black's another another rapper where yeah, he recently got caught up in a FBI thing. Yeah, they busted it in his bus, but he wasn't arrested, and I don't think anybody was charged with anything. So, oh well, that's good to hear. Yeah, um, no, he's going both, to Mexico. Oh no, he's going to Canada. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's they right. they both need more guidance. Which Melly's his? I don't his, even know if it's guidance at that point. They're just. I mean, Melly's just kind of evil, huh? That that mugshot was pretty evil. That mugshot's evil. 
and then just. The but whole, to be fair, I think the he mug probably shot, did that on purpose. Well, the mug shots. <laughs> The mugshot that was put out when he got arrested for the murder, uh-huh. that wasn't the mugshot that got blown up. They, it was fake news. The same thing they do, they did with um, Michael Brown. The same thing they did with Trayvon Martin. They used an old mugshot that kind of demonized him. And I, oh, I get it. Okay. It's news. They, they it's, want to it's also stories. He's also done that face in music videos yeah. too. I mean, I, I kind of thought it was almost kind of memeish. Well, that and when I saw it, I was like, surely to God, they did not just yeah. arrest this man and he's smiling like, yeah, yeah, like you pretty Especially much. Especially for something as serious as what he's going yeah. through. But then when I got in and did some more research, the other one was old. him with like a black shirt and he just yeah. kind of looks regular. And yeah, there's yeah. the red shirt where he looks like Satan, mm. the black shirt, and then he, he's wearing like this aqua shirt. Because he's been arrested three times prior to this. Um, So, moving on from that, Joe Biden announced he was running for president. What do you think about that? You think he's got traction? Guys, I don't want to talk politics. I don't want to either, but I'm just saying as a... Do you think he has... As an unbiased person, not saying whether I would vote for him or not, I do think he has traction as somebody who was a former vice president... And uh, he has a very long political career, great speaker. Uh, the Democratic Party really doesn't have somebody with a good reputation left right now. Yeah. So they do need to do some repairs. So everybody's craving for the Obama era, going to somebody who, you know, his vice president is the best thing that you can get other than Obama getting a third term. So, you know, it makes a lot of sense. And if Trump's running... I could see a scenario where he wins, especially after the the Mueller report that yeah. got released. I just, I just brought it up because of how prevalent, like, because oh, you know Obama, Obama was huge right on social media, and you yeah. remember the like the the pop culture surrounding memes, Joe Biden, all the memes around Joe Biden, like the end, like the la- Do you remember those where Obama and Biden were like talking to each other on the phone? Those were right. the best memes. Right. Yeah, he's definitely memeable. Um, that's that's part of the reason that I wanted to mention it is because it's just part of I could pop definitely culture. yeah and to sum that up though I could definitely see him being a, a good candidate. All right, so R. Kelly skipped a court date this week, saying that he was overwhelmed. Like skipped it, didn't tell his lawyer. lawyer I'm so glad I didn't drink down that. I was about to spit. Hakeem really was turning up. the pure life up over here. Oh my god. What the heck? He's overwhelmed? That's what he said. Yeah, no shit, dude. Mm. Be, but you don't get the luxury of pausing a court date. <laughs> yeah. So. You mm. go there stressed That's and overwhelmed. Be, with knowing that I had this written down, Hakeem and I watched the SNL cold open with Leslie Jones and Keenan Thompson where they parodied. <laughs> my life. They, yeah, they parodied the Gail King interview. And. I know we talked about when we did the R. Kelly episode that maybe R. Kelly humor is kind of in bad taste. This wasn't like that. They no. they were sort of making fun of us, thinking like we gave like he. I don't want to ruin it, but they were really like saying like, how did society not pick up to this or pick onto mm-hmm. this on the first run, the first trial? Well, it's just the fact that he could get away with that, the way he did so blatantly. Yeah. So check that out if you like Saturday Night Live. Or if you don't, you know, I think I don't. I'm not a big Saturday Night Live fan, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. Sometimes they just have like really good topical skits. And that was a good one. I'm tired yeah, of like the really political. Yeah, I'm glad it's not another Trump thing. I'm, yeah. You know. All right, moving on. Um, a Crip gang member tied to Tupac's death got charged with 10 years for the intent to sell crack cocaine. So wait, they figured out Pac. who shot him. No, no, no. He was no, no. He was just. Tied to it, so he was like in an, he was investigated or was a suspect, but he just got 
sentenced for 10 years. You sound crack, like, recently? Crack cocaine, yeah. Like, in 2019, people are smoking crack? Yeah. Dang, where is that? That's probably, like, only, like, Brooklyn or Yonkers, New York, huh? Couldn't tell you. Brooklyn, they're not even smoking crack in Brooklyn anymore. It's healthy up there now. It's gentrified. Moving on. This, this, <laughs> you may like this. Maybe, maybe Lil, Lil Nas X is a listener. He, he, came, he came out and tweeted that he was potentially going to change his pseudonym, saying, quote, Nas is a legend and I never meant any disrespect. So maybe he, maybe he took your advice. He should take the X out of his name, too. Yeah. It's, I mean, just to be honest. But that's good. So we'll see. Hey, Nas X, if you're listening, sorry I don't like your music. Sorry. You did. You were kind of encouraged by the clips, and you said you were. Maybe yeah, but then, but then Dave, but then he, him and Dave East got into it. Have you seen that? And then his response of pissed me off again. What? And I was like, fuck. When he you, just said, man. "I have the number one song yeah, in the country." Yeah, fuck you, dude. What your meme? Yeah, you get the number one meme in the country. What are we talking about? Dave East. Sorry, no, this is a hip hop podcast. You better put some respect on Davey's name. I'm just not. I'm not a. I don't really subscribe. There's a lot of fans of his. I'm sure. There's a lot of riffraff fans. He's more of a rapper than Lil Nas X. I'll agree to that. I got the horses on the bike. I'll agree to that now. We'll revisit (laughs) later. Maybe. Yes, we'll Um, revisit. Did you hear about Bun B? Yes, his wife got shot at. Mm Mm-hmm. Crazy. It was just. Was it just a home invasion? It was a home invasion. Yeah. Well, suppose. I mean. I'm sure that that person knew that it was Bumby. I'm sure there sure. was a motivation behind it. I don't think it was random. I mean, but. yeah. Dang. And I'm sure Bun B will be more classy about it than Soldier Boy talking about okay? his home invasion. Yes. Is he okay? Is his yeah, wife no one, okay? I don't think anybody was injured. I thought his wife was injured. injured. I don't. I didn't read that. I may have missed that, but... I'm going to pull that up because um, I did screenshot it. I just want to make sure. That's crazy. It's terrifying, dude. Yeah. I mean, Bun B is sort of out of the, the scene right now, but... So apparently, these people got to keep security. Right, absolutely, but the gunman apparently showed up at a Houston area hospital with a gunshot injury hours later. Um, let me let me see this. Yeah, I may have just missed that. And engaged in a shootout with the intruder. The man fled, leaving his gun behind, and showed up to yeah. So, okay, so the wound. victim went, yeah, the, the, the guy's perpetrator name, went to the hospital. With the guy's name is DeMonte Jackson, and he's been arrested on two counts of aggravated robbery with a weapon and one count of burglary. Shout out to Complex News yeah. for that one. Thank you. Um, so that's pretty wild. And that's great because Bunby, I mean, obviously he's pr- probably doing pretty well off. But when you're out of the scene like that, you, it's easy to like get complacent and think, I'm, I'm just a regular person. Yeah, I don't need to keep security around and stuff like that. I mean, shit. If people can break into Kim Kardashian's place, and that's I mean, a, a she world was celebrity. A, she was in a another oh, country. Yeah, another country in an unfamiliar place. Yeah, but that's how that's, that's I mean, I, I, we all talk about like, oh, it'd be cool to be famous. But if you hear most celebrities, they talk about wanting to be a normal person. You definitely I mean, appreciate the an- you want the wealth. Yeah, I don't but think you I want do the anonym- anonymity of being yeah. a regular person. Yeah. You know, at, at the end of the day, that's the perfect balance. Yeah, being can. rich as shit with my level of social relevance, maybe a little bit more social relevance. Guys, subscribe to HLH on all the right. streaming podcasts right now. The last bit of news is Lil Dicky's Earth. This is going to be entertaining. I think I. 
I, how about this? How about this? How about this? Instead I of, hated this song. Instead of just discussing... The video is trash. The only thing that's good about the video is the animation itself. Basically, what this reminded me of, Jake, was Adam Sandler as a rapper. That's is what it, Little Dicky is. Like, his music is... No, no, no. no. He doesn't purpose. have the uh, com- comedic abilities of, a, of even new Adam Sandler. It, he's like... You know, Amer- if American Pie was a human, oh, hang on, hang on. If American Pie was a human being, it would be Lil Dicky. And then Lil Dicky's idea of a song to bring relevance or awareness to Earth Day is a song where a zebra shows its animated asshole. That was a monkey. It was a monkey's asshole. Excuse me. It was Bieber's monkey asshole. Bieber's. Did you hear that? Yeah. That was the most 2019 thing you've ever said in your entire life. Bieber's monkey. Asshole. Asshole. Fuck that song. Okay. It was stupid, but it looked good. That's it. That's all I can say positive. When I reference Adam Sandler, I'm talking about his like his music, like the music he made. Obviously, he's a fantastic actor, but the music he made, like him and Lil Dicky are very similar in that way. They made music that was traditionally shit. It just wasn't good. Like it didn't sound good. It was corny. No, no, no but Dicky's sounds good. And Adam Sandler's to me is what it was was very quirky it was a com- it was his way of being like vulnerable his his singing is is good in that it's well, vulnerable and it's emotional little dickies is bad in that he can he has the ability to maintain a beat he can ride a beat well he can rap fast but his humor is horrible and then he wants me to take him seriously as a lyricist sometimes but then he wants to try to be funny guy another time he's not good at being funny guy and he can't be serious long enough for me to determine whether or not he's good at being serious who do you hate more Lil Nas X or Lil Dicky they're both horrendous people not horrendous people. They're just horrendous rappers, and I don't want them in hip hop. Right. Well, I don't. He he doesn't really classify himself as a rapper. There's a interview. No, no, no. no. When he he has watch. admitted that he wants to to be a an actor, and he wants to be kind of like just on TV. Yeah. Because he couldn't get into stand up. Yeah. So you can't really, really ha- break into rap either for stand up. He can't really break into rap either. He's some industry plant. That's how he got all those fucking features. I don't think it. No, he's not an industry he's plant. An industry he just plant. He's not an industry. He's plant. an industry plant. How? Look into it. I just don't I think. Mean, look, I don't was, think he has the the credentials to get the the people that he has. I think the only he thing he has he going for him is he's not threatening. Yeah, because it's a good look. But is it really a good look though? Because monkey's asshole. <laughs> no, it's not a good look. All right, well, while Hakeem shit on the song, I'll put out the highlights, and then I'll link a video in our description to go watch. Because I never think of Lil... Like, Lil Dicky's not a rapper to me. Like, obviously, we've seen the, the Sway freestyle, and the man can rap. Like, he physically can rap well. Mm-hmm. But his music is just humor to me. Like, when I hear a Lil Dicky song, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not critiquing it and listening for the same things I listen to Kendrick for. But I'm I know I understand funny music. The problem is it's not good in that aspect either. So I don't want to take it seriously. Period. So you didn't like um, the the song where he turns old with the lady. Um, Let me freak. You didn't like. That yeah, song? but I can't go back to that now and laugh at it. It's hilarious. It's, I can't go. I can't watch it. Like I've tried to go. I liked it in college, but I tried to like, which was like what two years ago. Yeah. But I tried to go back and watch it, and I just can't do it. 
You know, I mean, like I would still, I would get more of a laugh out of that one than than the Earth song. Yeah, well, I don't think Earth is meant to be funny, like as funny as it's the rest. It's not meant to be good either, apparently. So you know, I mean, shout out to Lil Dicky, you are great at being terrible. <laughs> and and you know what? I'm glad that the song is as big as it is because it's it's going towards a good cause. I'm gonna play Alex Jones for a second. Hakeem doesn't like Lil Dicky because he's Jewish. <laughs> If oh Hakeem is God, of Lebanon descent, fuck. No. <laughs> that's not racist to point out a, a stereotype that we don't believe in. No, no, you're right. No, I, I don't care about Lil Dicky's nationality. I think he's just not funny. Curly-headed fuck. <laughs> that's what he's thinking. <laughs> I wish I had that button soundboard for Curly Step Brothers. Oh. <laughs> that would have been perfect. Um, all right, well, Hakeem listed all the, if you want to say, low lights to be like Kanye. Oh, no, I'll say the facts, out. and you're you're going to list the fiction. No, I'm listing, this is what Lil Dick, like I wrote this while I was watching the interview. Okay. Um, it apparently took three years for this to be start to finish. Wow. They started, the first recording session for this was the same day they started the recording session wow. for Freaky Friday. Sounds like it was recorded yesterday. Oh, my God. And then just put out. Um, when I listened to the song by itself, I thought it was shitty. Right. I said this is Because you have ears. Well, because you have ears, Jake, and you can listen to things. And you know good music, and you know this isn't good. No, this isn't good music in our sense of music, but it's going to do well on the charts. No, no, no. It's, it's not good music in the sense that it's a song and that there's a beat to it. It's just not good. Do you, did you think We Are The World was a good song? Yes, I see. I did. We are the world. This actually, sounds. I mean, I mean, it's 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 very busy, and it's not yeah. really gonna. It's not really. It hasn't great. Well. No, but I think for the time, it made sense to put out. It was very sentimental, and it it was a it was definitely trying to achieve a goal. Right. You know, so it was good in that regard. And I, I was thinking of that song when I listened to it. I was like, okay, this is a serious song. And if Lil Dicky would have made a song that was trying to be serious, I would have hate like you would have hated on it way worse. Hang on, no, no. no. Here's the problem too. Uh, since we're getting to the message of the song, it's the most generic message too. We just gotta love each other. I just wanna hold each other. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, it's it's a very it's Jake. N- it's just like you remember when Vince Vic Mensa put out his album, and I said Which one? the the autobiography one that he put out the the one that I liked. Yes, yeah. You and J- me, we reviewed it with right. with Jalen, and um, I told you guys that yeah, what he was saying was positive, but it's pretty much just saying like, hey, Jake, are you thirsty? Well, I'm gonna hang on, hang on, dude. You, said you should drink play. some water. It, Lil Dicky says in the interview like. I don't know what to do about climate change. He said, I just want people to, that the people that are equipped to do something, to do something. But he doesn't say in this, why won't you just put like, put an Earth Day fact in there? Just the, you could mention the core temperature rising or something semi relevant, but no, you're just like terrorists, guns, love, hug, peace, well, monkey butts, giraffe farts. Did the giraffe fart? I don't know, dude. It probably did. I didn't want to listen to it. I think it's just so insulting that this song comes out and it's a, it's it's put behind this wall of it was for a good cause, and then therefore you can't like people are not going to go as hard on it, and it's going to be successful because of the fact that it's behind Earth Day. 
Which is a bullshit song. Well, to be fair, if Lil Dicky would have made a song called Earth Day with no features, no one would have listened. The fact that he got all these other people, that's why it hit such a wide... So he, obviously he's going to get streams but off of it. do you remember any of the features, really? Well, yeah, because I went back... When you watch the video at the end, it shows you yeah. who they were, so I paused it so I could read who they were. No, no, but not, not the people, but do you remember like what was being said? Was there anything that stood out? No. I want I want to tell you the truth and say yes and go through them all, but then you'll be like, damn, you really like this song. So you really do um, like it. Ariana Grande was what, the zebra? Justin Bieber, I think, was the monkey. I remember Justin Bieber. Lil Yachty was the HPV, which I want to talk about that. That, that was, was funny. funny. Because he's like the, 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 the rapper that most people don't even want in hip-hop. Right. And he's playing the disease. But he was yeah. that. Zach Brown from Zach Brown Band, which See, is, he was the cow. But that that's also kind of narcissistic, too. It was all just like, look at this celebrity cameo. Even the video is like, you couldn't do something that was somewhat charitable in the video or show like a message. The beginning was funny when he was arguing with the kids. Did you see that? Did you watch that part? Mm -hmm. He said, suck my butt. Yeah. And Dickie says to the kid, why don't you use your perfectly round head to suck my butt? (laughs) Yeah. That that wasn't funny to me. But, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's terrible. It's, It's terrible. I liked it. You guys, please let us know who you guys agree with on this one. Because this is the most divided we have ever been. No, I like the Lil Nas X tape and you hated the Lil Nas oh, yeah. X tape. Oh, yeah. Well, I, you'll, maybe those are just I like the ones the we'll Kim, never agree Kim K. Ray J tape. Hakeem hates, hates the Kim K. Ray J tape. <laughs> I just tape. think Ray J shows his face too much. I think he chews too much gum. <laughs> Pete Carroll. The, what really would throw you off is like he'll have the camera on her for like three seconds and then wham. And then it's just like all of a sudden you're looking at Ray J. I've never seen that video. I'm not saying I have either. We're <laughs> wearing Kawhi out. You're right. wearing Kawhi. <laughs> Let's move on uh, and talk about the albums. Let's talk about Jaden first because I think there's a little less to talk about just as yeah. the tracks are shorter. Shorter. It's pretty... <clears throat> Honestly, this was a home run for Jaden, I think. Yeah. He, what he wanted to do is obviously Sire is supposed to be kind of the the more... It was light side of yeah. him. This is the light side of him. So I guess Iris, obviously Sire backwards, is going to be the dark side of Maybe Jaden, the more trap I wonder side. if he'll have a video with a black Batman suit, because you know in Icon he wore the white <laughs> he, Batman suit. Right. But he had the white Batman suit from Kanye's wedding, and right. he just couldn't want to... He didn't want to wear it Well, this may be part of that motif of light and dark. Yeah, it could be. All right, I want some sort of like gift or recognition if he has a music video with the black bag. I'll get you. I'll get you a Starbucks that isn't a day old. Okay, that's what it <laughs> tastes just the same. It um, just the same. Before we get into like really into it, um, let's talk about how he dropped the Smith off his name for a second. I mean, yeah, obviously, I did, obviously I didn't his really government think name this was a big deal. Obviously, his government name is probably still Jane Smith. Yeah, I think he dropped the Smith. A lot of people have. Kind of come at him like, oh, that's Will Smith's son. He he got the starter pack, which is true. Obviously, he had a leg up because he had the wealth to do what he wanted, and he had the fame from the movies. Um, but I think maybe that's kind of his answer to them. Like, I didn't. I probably could have gotten here without my dad. You don't think he has the talent to have? Like, if if he was discovered, he he would have the talent to be. If there in was rap. just there was a very big jump. From uh, the Cool Tape series that Jaden put out um, to Sire. I think that's funding, obviously. So that makes me think that if Jaden were still on the level of Cool Tape, 
people wouldn't be listening because they weren't back then, even with uh, Will Smith's name attached to him. And I really don't think it, Will Smith's name does much for him in regards to people's thoughts of him as a rapper. No, right? I think it just distances himself. Like now people will look at him as his own person, not Will Smith's son. An example Maybe. of this, I, I'm a huge fan of Impractical Jokers, and one of the guys in the show, he lost a challenge, and they had to, they said, we're tattooing whatever we want on your leg, and you can't see it till we're done. Right. And Sal really has a Jaden Smith tattoo on his leg. Oh, that's legit. But in the, every time they reference it in the show, because it's like a huge theme and motif in the show, mm-hmm. they call him, oh, you got a tattoo of Will Smith's son on your leg. <laughs> Which most of the people outside of hip-hop view... Jaden Smith, like when they talk, oh, that's Will Smith's son. Like if they saw him, they wouldn't say that's Jaden Smith. That's that's Will Smith's son. What I think, what I think, separates Jaden from his father, and what will continue to do that for him in regards to music is not him dropping his last name. It's about him continuing to put out music that is uh, positively received. I mean, Icon is a very was a very big song. The blue intro on Cyrus is very strong. On this, on this. tape right here on the iris tape honestly the the three songs what's great about them is for one they're all pretty short the distortion uh on Jaden's voice is done in a way that's that's it's, per- very, I mean, it's done perfect it's you done very well do it better yeah it's mixed it's mixed excellently so i think that's a very positive thing but for for what i was saying though is that Jaden can distance himself from will by continuing to put out projects that are well received yeah, and I do want to say we're not saying like Will Smith's son like that's an insult. It's not. That's that's one of the most talented families as far as art goes in the United States. Yeah, obviously Jaden does music. Willow's in music. Willow, oh, an example of somebody who is never mentioned as Will Smith's daughter. Mm-mm. When the moment she put out, she she moved away from the pop scene and she started putting out more um, baroque pop. Yeah, it was. Nobody can compares her to her dad. She is just an incredible artist. In there, it's it's just it's a diverse way of creating. Will Smith is obviously an actor, and I know he's wrote wrote for Jaden has Jaden music. Well. Jada does the Red Table Talk. She does her her Facebook yeah. talk show. She's an actress. It's I, a powerhouse I'm, of a yeah. family, but it's diverse. It's not like Beyonce and Jay Z, where they're like a. But most people view them as like music. Icon. That's a power couple. Yeah. Though. You always need those in hip hop and, and acting and everything. People love to see two extremely successful people put together and yeah. just, you know, kind of dominate. I so mean, if Jaden came out with like corny raps like Will when he tried to rap, like it would be just, it would be like a meme and a joke. Right. But it's, they're all doing something so different, you sort of have to recognize them for what they are and not who they are. Yeah, for sure. And in regards to this tape, as a just as a project, moving away from Jaden being Will, Will Smith's dad, is it? It's not something that really blows me away. However, I think it sounds really good in the car. It's short. It's uh, it's a fun listen. I think the first time around, though, I don't know how much replay value uh, the songs have. Um, Beautiful disruption will go into my heavy rotation. Mm, okay, uh, the sample was really good. It was. I didn't know this, so when I heard the sample, I immediately associated it with Logic, and it was on his mm. Growing Pains three mixtape. I was like, I know I've heard this, I know I've heard this, so I'm pretty sure it's Logic. Damn, that's I a remember. deep cut. Yeah, so I went to Genius, and they had it. It's actually a sample of a song called "Emotionally Better 164" by a guy named Frank Dukes. Okay. 
So I kind of learned something through that, but I was I knew I'd heard that before. So the sample was done perfect. Um, he sampled Frank Ocean in the beginning of the first song, yeah. right? I didn't. Those I guitars. Didn't if you play those guitars in the beginning, you can kind of hear it. That part. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I don't know. We have to look that up. And it, that it, and he could. You don't have just using a sample. What's that song that? It's the start of something new. I don't think that's a Frank Ocean song. Yeah, it is. It is. I don't know. It is. Um, I just can't find. But he may. If you can use another instrument and replay it, you don't. It's not technically a sample. Yeah. But if right. you use the actual version and twist it, like distortion-wise, you have to call it a sample. It could so just be. A, just been like a it nod. could just be a very easy rift rift to play that no. sounds good in. Song. What we're talking about the first track, um, it was very Travis sounding at the beginning. Like I was like, okay, this kind of sounds Travis influenced at the beginning. Um, when when he starts rapping. Yeah. I got Drake. Where was it? Oh, I'm not even. <laughs> no, this is it. This oh, is Drake, not. dude. It was this one. I can't read my own. You're on handwriting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I like the production. His, like you already said, the production, the mixing and mastering Mixed couldn't have done well, better. Yeah. It's very hard to have a mumbled sound because this is sort of if you if you use the term mumble rap, if you're like a backpacker, this is how you could classify as mumble. Beautiful distortion is to me more like SoundCloud rap. I think X would put something would have put something out like that. Except I said, it would have been I said Scarlord, Scarlord and Jaden would be crazy on a track together. Yeah, because they're both also they both also have this idea of they're fakers in regards to their careers. Because yeah. even Scarlord was formerly a YouTuber, so mm -hmm. I think that would be a really good look for both of them. Um, but the, it could have been mixed and mastered better because when you have that mumble sound and then you try to add distortion, or it almost kind of sounds like if you've ever heard that like through the wall effect, where mm -hmm. it almost sounds like you're listening to like your neighbors. That's music. what I thought too. Yeah, it's very hard to do that and still have clear audio. Right. Right. Um, I like the satellite sounds at the end of the of beautiful distortion. When he says like the, the space program, yeah, thing. secret space program. Yeah. Why the main bedroom in the house called the master racism? <laughs> We've already <laughs> hit that note today. <laughs> but that uh, was kind of what he was saying. Yeah. On new direction, um, I really like that style of Jaden. He even said like, "This is what's coming for Iris." Yeah. Um, it's exciting. I even, I even wrote on that one. I said he always has like after that. And that my last note on that song was he always has top notch mixing and mastering. It's always it's always exciting to to hear Jaden. I've I've listened to Jaden Smith for a very long time. See, I he, know you were listening to Cool Tapes when Cool Tapes came out. Yeah. I listened to the second one, Cool right. Tapes two, and mm -hmm. then that's when I was okay. I'm I'm down for this. And yeah. then I listened when Cool out. Tape Volume Two came out. That's when I listened. And I think I played it for you a couple of times. Yeah. I played you one song that I liked where he was kind of talking about how his his parents were fighting and he was going through depression. So that's what, what I found, what I knew Jaden for. He was very personal in the beginning. And then he sort of made this shift to more pop rap. And he's, it's still personal. He, like, he still has a positive message. He's still talking about his life. Like on this, he said stuff like, I have stuff that I'm too scared to tell my therapist. Right. So it is still personable, but when you move into that trap sound, it's it's harder to be as personable because you can't you don't really get to say as much. Well, I mean, Sire too even was yeah. not very. I think it, well, like Icon. The Sire was very conceptual. Sire was conceptual. It was also more of just like trying to flex that he had bars, which he could he accomplished in some ways. Yeah. 
And he does write his music, so I'll give him that. Yeah. yeah. Um, listening to the album, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I can't really rate it because it's an EP. Um, but I do want to say the two things that these two do really well is they they know and understand music and not just hip hop, like the structure of music and how instrumental. Does Jaden understand music, or does whoever is producing for him understand? I music? think he understands it. I don't know if listen he studied to, it. Or well, not. I don't know. Listen, I mean, go listen. You love the Sire Electric version. Yeah, yeah, that was really like he cool. had a very, very big hand in that. Okay, so he, he, I just did, I'm not trying to disrespect him in that. I just meant that maybe he has a really good producer, but I, I don't no, know. I mean, I'd I would love to see all the credits, like the full credits right. on the Electric album. Right. But the thing him and Kevin Abstract I think do really, really well is they understand how music fits together yeah. and the transition. Of Kevin sounds. is a true. Yeah, which uh, we'll talk about that. True but the, artist. They just understand how to put what where, and even how to ride the beat. They have very, very good ways of of riding a non-traditional sound. But I want to cut you off there because I think the the difference is uh, Kevin Abstract to me sounds very uh, original. Yeah, I know. I know we've said Andre Three Thousand and Bruno Mars ish, but it doesn't sound like he's copying. It sounds that like he's. He has that influence for that song yeah, based had, on that. Look tone. at the time. I mean, obviously, he probably grew up on Andre right. and Bruno Mars because he's yeah. very close to our age. Right. So you, I mean, you you but, can't. But Jaden for that. But Jaden is kind of is even closer to our age. Well, no, I think we're closer to Kevin Abstract's age, honestly. But I think uh, the difference is Jaden when he's. He sounds like he's really just sort of imitating yeah. like rappers like Drake. I think Drake, to me, is the one I hear the most. Well, I think rap is easier to sound like other people because a lot, rap is more focused on the vocals, and, or not the vocals, but the cadence. Yeah. Whereas a lot and of what a lot Kevin of people Abstract have the does, same cadence. Yeah. With a lot of what Kevin Abstract does is there's a wider range of voice when you sing. Right. When you rap, you kind of, unless you are like a Drake who can rap and sing, and kind of blended Kevin together. Abstract was oh, Kevin Abstract was Abstract is amazing that at that. Yeah. But the only rappers that really can do that are like Drake does it well. Frank. X did it very well. Frank can't really rap that well. <laughs> but uh, he sounds good. But what I'm saying is in rap it's, it's easier to sound like your peers I think than it is outside of that. That's fair. Um, but yeah I think they both do well. Highlights of the album I said it, it just sounds like classic Jaden like it's what I expected. Okay. I wasn't like shocked or let down by. I it. was shocked by the amount of distortion. It was a little bit more abrasive, not really yeah. abrasive. It was just more trap sounding, yeah. but it was it was a little different. I think it was more left field than Sire was. Yeah. Um, I, I'm excited for Iris. It was a good teaser. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be really interesting. We're definitely going to review that one. Yeah. So, um, so if if I had to rate it, I rated the tracks. It was mm-hmm. an eight. A nine and a nine, so it ended up averaging at a nine. Yeah. I mean, it's sonically, it's good. Mm-hmm. The the vocals are good. The production's good, and what he's talking about. Yeah, it wasn't I, offensive to me at all. I don't want to rate it because. Yeah, I'm not. That's not going to go as a top short. rated album. You know, it's too short. And if I had to give it a rating, I would give it maybe like a six. No, that's but, just staying true. To yeah. the way I've been rating the album. Right, so. exactly. And I respect but that that's you not, got your system. That's not like a nine is not the highest score I've given. And for me, count. but for me, the problem with that, like saying it's a six, is. I absolutely enjoy it, and I've played it heavily, but it's just not impressive. I can't really recommend it based on any sort of merit because it's too short. It's just a just a sample, you yeah. know. So go check it out if you guys Most are interested in what Jaden's going to be doing next. Most definitely. When we come back, we're going to talk about Kevin Abstract. Oh. 
Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We really appreciate the support. If you are listening on an Apple device, please rate and review the episode. This helps us grow. It also shows us how we can better serve you guys. Also, don't forget that we are on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Hit us up with questions, comments, even criticism. Once again, that's HLHPO. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everybody. We skipped what you what you know. We did. We so, were just so excited <laughs> to, to talk about the news. Shit on Lil Dicky. <laughs> well, you didn't even know that was coming. Yet. No, I didn't. <laughs> um, so, what's your useless fact this week? That popcorn is sold at a one thousand two hundred seventy five percent markup. That's crazy. Amazing. <laughs> it's just like an iPhone. Pro- <laughs> <laughs> It's I bet true. Apple's it's, margins are that good. I don't think they're that good, but they are pretty <laughs> crazy, good, obviously. Hell yeah. uh, mine was God is the only one in the Simpsons with five fingers. <laughs> what? I didn't know that. That's crazy. I, I I know we both probably. I think you started watching it too. I just yeah. started watching the Simpsons like from the beginning, like when it started. That in, like, first the early season 80s. is solid. Yeah, Alexa, when did the Simpsons air? First air. The Simpsons premiered on December 17th, 1989. Jesus. Wow. Season 31 is expected to premiere in 2019. An exact date hasn't been announced yet. 31 seasons. That's crazy. Thank they're all on Hulu, so thank you AI subscribe. robot. Yeah. Yeah, we can't we cannot thank her by name because right, yeah. We just have to say thank you AI. Yeah. Um, so that's that. So we'll, let's get into what you're rocking real quick. I had did you, on, get a, did you get the Wade report this week, or did he not have anything? Dude, I didn't ask Wade for the Wade report. There's this not week. a I'm there's so not sorry. a lot of huge drops coming out. Um, I the, picked up the Earth Day, Earth Day drops. I wanted the Air Force ones because Donald I'm an Air Glover's Force One fucking whore. Adidas, dude. I slept on them. I wanted to get them. So I didn't know he bad. didn't put anything out. He put out uh, so three shoes with Adidas. They're pretty much just a white silhouette. They're very minimalist. I think it's a a bit of an off white play, but not as not as flashy about it, but it's the idea is the shoe is telling your story as you walk in them, as you, you know. Oh, I got you. The, they're kind of like Converse, like they're meant to get dirty. That's pretty Pretty cool. much. Uh, yeah, they sold out. They sold out pretty quick, and people are trying to get crazy resale for them. I think as a shoe itself, I like that the sole was really high on some of the models, but they're they're not anything like super... You know something crazy, yeah. But they're they're still a cool shoe. I I don't know if Donald Glover will do more with Adidas. I hope so. But yeah, I tried who to get knows those. What that man on. is interested in these days? Yeah, who knows, dude? I hope he reboots Community. That'd be great if I he could get it. into that. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, yeah, so I I caught the Earth Days. Uh, there's sick. another big one. Oh, that one wasn't really big. I just thought it was cool. Yeah, um, it was different. I got I wanted the Air Force Ones. Didn't get them. I got the Blazers. Instead, because the other, the third model was the Cortez, and yeah. I just don't really care for the George Costanza. You call it a bowling shoe in George, right. the George Costanza ones. Yeah. Well, the only reason I call the Cortez a bowling shoe is because, like, the biggest colorway was that, like, white with the red check, and it right. just reminds me of, like, the no, bowling shoe. No, even the shoes. shape yeah. is, is very bowling ish. Um, so that's really the big, there, there is a big drop tomorrow. Uh, there's this, they're called like a, it's the Fear of God Platinum colorway. Yes. Uh, the, it's that, a laceless, the, laceless shoe. It looks sick. Yeah. Um, those drop at 10 o'clock tomorrow. So if I have a customer, I'm going to be headed to the bathroom at 9.59 to cop them on sneakers. Or they're going to be like 400, right? No, their retail is 175. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of a different now, shoe. Now, you may have seen that on StockX because, you know, when the, no, the no, prototypes no. drop, no, no. They, they can make their way onto the resale sites. Right. Um, but, yeah, they're retailing, I think, for 175 So I'm going to enter the lottery to get them. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Um, so what you rocking today? I know you came straight from work. So I can't. I'm in the State Farm. Yeah, I'm khakis. in the State Farm khakis, but they're Columbia's, so they got extra zippers and shit. They okay. kind of fly. I had on the cal- the Yeezy Powerface, the Calabasas, the white ones. You were seeing something. You came in saying that they were uncomfortable. Yeah, dude, they kind of hurt my feet a little bit. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I wonder if it's just because my foot's flat as fuck, dude. Okay. I, I don't I don't think many shoes are built with my foot in mind. Well, yeah, not not like you know, like like, not like culture shoes. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I, when you came in, I was kind of taken back because my Continental 80s are, are very comfortable. Like yeah. Um, which and that maybe because they're new and they're fucking neon green, so I don't wear them too often. I think I I do remember. I I mean I've owned those power faces for a while, and um, maybe I'm just yeah. So they looked like SAS shoes when you got them. <laughs> I like them, man. I, I like them now too. I, I want to get a pair of black ones since I got my tax return back. It's lit. I like the gray ones. The gray ones are pretty wild. The gray ones were cool, but I, I you know me and black shoes just gonna yeah. get like peanut butter and jelly. Well, naturally, I wanted to wear the, the shoes because I'm not a big I'm not a big reseller. So I I just want to say you look like a Mexican gang member right now. Okay. Also, me and this is the most racist this episode. Or this <laughs> no, 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 no. You know the the um what what gang in uh, California? Their their color is green. I don't know, but there's uh, the only Hispanic the gang. The Vatos, I think it is. <laughs> Hakeem doesn't know what's real life and what's know. Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Vagos are a gang from Grand Theft Auto. Like that's even better. That, like turns it, mom, that's that turns it. That turns it not. Okay. Uh, so you just look like you in Grand Theft Auto. To make me not look like a gangbanger, people that maybe can't see me. You're wearing the Earth Day shoes. I'm wearing the Earth Day shoes with some distressed denim, a green Carhartt pocket tee Fire. with the Greenville Drive hat to match. I that's got the city. I got the city on my back, head, on your shoulders, whatever. Yeah, just trying to rep the city. Always, I like that. And a Nixon watch, and a and a. You're really beat it out today, huh? I like wood. (laughs) 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 Come on, don't use Kawhi again. (laughs) That better. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So you like wood, huh? Big wood. I prefer the wood tip over the plastic tip, if we're being honest. Start smoking black and miles, bitch. You nasty. <laughs> Shout out, ugly god. Um, no, I like I like wooden jewelry. I don't know why. Not a lot of people wear wooden jewelry. No, I I, I wore it for summer when I thought I was trying to be like a guru, a yogi. To be this this, this that I'm wearing right now, I bought it in the Bahamas. That's it's a drip. handmade. Oh, to your left here, there's a cross on it. Right. I cut the crucifix off because I'm not Catholic. Jesus. Well, I don't want to. I don't want people to be like, oh, you're Catholic. Right, and then when I like, if they're just trying to like That's talk like, about it, like I don't want to be insulting. I'm like, no, I just like the necklace. It's just like when we wear Supreme, and we're afraid people are gonna be like, you skate. But yeah, that's <laughs> why I don't wear Thrasher. <laughs> yeah, Supreme. That's like that's just pop culture. Hey, but dude, we're like we're like over 200 pounds. Nobody's gonna believe we skate. I tried fun. to in middle school, and I just don't have the coordinate. Like I fell on my head with no helmet, and I stopped after that. I have very good hand-eye coordination, but when it comes to adding the legs in there, like to skate. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do it. Right. That's why I was good at baseball, baseball and golf. Not so good at basketball. <laughs> I'm good at football. 
Um, but yeah, that's that's one. Uh, right, but so if you look over to your left, there's a cru the crucifix over there. I do believe in God, so I wasn't gonna throw the crucifix <laughs> in the trash, obviously. <laughs> so I hung it up. Yeah, yeah. it looks yeah, cool. Yeah, I've had this for like six years. I just lo I love the Carhartt tees, man. I still need to go buy like forty of them, guys. For my birthday, if you guys just want to get me something cool, some Carhartt tees. I'm a two X to an XL, depending on them. But I do like my shit loose, so. To it. My birthday's like, coming up. So, soon. to be clear, I like wood and Hakeem <laughs> likes them loose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about Kevin Abstract. Yes, please, bit. let's do it. Um, I kind of see, I didn't know too much about Brock Hampton. I know that they were around like before Kevin Abstract put his debut album out, mm -hmm. but I kind of put you on to Kevin Abstract and then I sort of. Got disinterested and quit listening. All the while, Hakeem was listening to Brockhampton and all this stuff. Yeah. And I was just sort of indifferent to it. The Saturation tape series that came out was incredible. I think those are three of the best tapes probably of all time in in the last, like, ten years. Especially from, like, a group, you know? No, I think yeah. all time, especially for a group. You know, I would put it up there. I think Saturation 3, I would put up there with kind of, like, Maybe not a 36 Chambers, but but definitely just something very unique and special yeah. for the time. Saturation 3 was one of my favorites. And then, you know, the whole controversy with Amir happened with Brockhampton. And right. then now, uh, and on this album, Kevin Abstract does address it on the song Corpus Christi. Yeah. Which was one of my favorite tracks on there. So right away, you kind of do have to be a bit in the know of Brockhampton's story to kind of yeah, to buy into everything. appreciate this album, you know? Um, the one thing I want to kind of say before we get, like, too into it, I did enjoy the sound of this album much more than American Boyfriend. The American Boyfriend was very, very good. Mm -hmm. um, I think I, this is just more kind of hip-hop to me than American Boyfriend was. American Boyfriend was very, pop, more, it was more pop-sounding. And I, I like this a lot, especially in the kind of, state of hip-hop that we're in now like the stuff that's coming out I, there's a few songs i can really like jam to but the rest i'm like i'm not really into this wave it's been refreshing the last cup the last this last week a lot of the releases have been a little bit different even iris is not something that it does sound like what's coming out but it's not generic you know right it doesn't sound generic you could tell they're taking like bits from like what's really popular but but They're also tying in it. pop elements too, and putting their own spin on it. The instrumentals they use, the music they use, is or he uses is very very classic. Jaden is friends with Brock Hampton too, I believe. With Kevin Abstract? No, with Brock Hampton, the whole crew. Okay, so, I got you. Yeah. So I think I think it makes sense for Jaden to be influenced by them as well. Another great link with the podcast episodes. We've yes. been doing great about that lately. Well, I tied it together a little earlier saying like they're very similar on how they yeah. understand music. And they are very similar. They're kind of like Jaden. Just casual hip-hop fans probably don't even know Jaden Smith is making music like this. Yeah, I don't think so. Because, I mean, yeah, Icon was big, but it wasn't big on the radio. But so Will, Smith, Will Smith did the parody of it. Yeah. And I think that blew it up even more. Yeah, and I know that he did come out a little bit on um, Jaden's tour. With J. Cole. Oh, wow. Yeah, he did it. He came out and did his <laughs> did verse. Did you do Getting Jiggy with it? No, he came out and did his verse from the Icon remix, whatever song mm -hmm. Will Smith remixed with him. Um, so, yeah, that helps too. Um, That's amazing. Let's yes. go. We can probably we can go track for track on this. Absolutely. Because this, it was short enough to and do. And there was a lot more to talk about with this album than I think Iris 
Well, yeah, because that was Iris's coming. That was yeah. like the sorry for the wait before <laughs> the album, really. Um, big Wheels. Yeah. What'd you think? Because I know you were listening to this before I was, so you've had a lot of time to sit with this. Oh, God. Well, or to more be time clear, to Big Wheels, Joyride, and Georgia, those three are from Arizona, baby. Yes. Those are all songs that I I'd spoke about on a previous podcast episode and went kind of in depth on them more. But what I will say about Big Wheels is the production's phenomenal. The trumpet in particular was something that just really stood out to me. It was incredibly enjoyable to listen to. It's a hype song, and I think that's the most Andre 3000 it gets. Oh, um, most definitely. Yeah. The the production was fantastic. Um, it's a good intro to start, even yeah. with Arizona Very Baby where it's full yes. In general, the production is so outcast. It's like big band. It's meant to just be, you know, really just pushes you out there. Yeah. Well... Big Wheels was like it was just sort of like an intro with the saxophone. Joyride is the one that sounds. Oh my goodness, yeah, you're right, guys. Yes, this was like very I'm epic. I'm so sorry, dude. I fucked that up. Well, you no, listen to me. how well it blends. For those of you who haven't heard it, let me turn this down. So this is the last. Come on now. This is why we need like an A and R producer. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> Scrubbing on the iPhone is not easy. So this is the intro. It, yeah. This is the first track. Listen how well it blends. This is the end of the first track going into the second. Yeah, I mean, there was literally no break in music. It was seamless. So That's, that's why what when I, I heard it, I went end. back and listened to Big Wheels. I was like, yeah. there's no under. No, Big Wheels is very is the one where he's auto-tuned, just like, run, 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 run. Yeah. Joyride is the one that sounds very outcast. Mm-hmm. And I want to say my first thought, well, the first thing I heard or thought in my, or saw in my head when I heard Joyride of how, like when the beginning was so epic, this right here. Mm-hmm. All I was waiting for was, I'll just, in fact, I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it for you. <laughs> DJ Khaled. Oh, God, no. Drizzy. No. Jesus. Gandhi. <laughs> Ricky Rose. They didn't want us to have another one. <laughs> it was just so epic. I was like, this has got to be another one. Yeah. I guess I could see that. It was just like that. Was, I, I was like, okay, that. this is epic. Big this could be though? very pop sounding because it. What I said about the Outcast, I said it's very Outcast sounding with the modern effects and the modern trends. Yeah. So they're using like obviously Outcast couldn't use auto tune because it wasn't around for uh, Outcast would have sounded crazy if they had. No, auto tune was around. Uh, I just think the the sound of music at that time was. Was not really. They were ahead of their time, even for what they were doing back then. But it also, autotune being used that heavily in music was almost kind of just. It was either too much like EDM still, or it was just kind of corny until Wayne did it in yeah, like Wayne, 2007, TV. 2008. Yeah. Because back then they used they had autotune and it wasn't the same. It wasn't like Antares autotune that we have now. Yeah. It was the just they could pitch correct and if you didn't the pitch hit, correct yeah. sounds like shit now yeah. too. Some of those songs, I mean, T Pain still some of the some of those most of his songs have aged pretty well, but some people like Lil Wayne's some of his songs would where it's just pitched up. It sounds bad. Yeah. But it it was very like I said very outcast sounding but with modern mm-hmm. effects and modern. Instrument. The instrument. first one is more like a ballad. It's yeah. more like a sad song, but the the beat I remember you tell me is just too busy for yeah. you. Well, it, after I got with it and like I played it the first time, I I Fuck really you. enjoy this. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to the end on how I thought about it. But uh, how, what did you think about Georgia? Georgia was that was the tell next me about track. that one a little bit. Um, more. 
That was one he he said something about having Georgia Georgia on my mind, and mm-hmm. it was kind of like a spinoff of the song Georgia. Yeah. Um, it was sonically, it was good. It wasn't my favorite track. I gave it a six out of ten. It was a cool listen. little homage, I guess. You know, a little yeah. throwback. Um, I didn't. I then, didn't stick out to me out of those. The next, the next one was Corpus Christi, which you've already sort of mentioned. Amazing um, track. And see, it's funny that you mentioned the um, like if you're not like following Brockhampton, not getting it because when I, I think I even wrote it down. Amir, um, he was. It was a. Um, yeah, like sexual assault, right? Okay, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I heard there was controversy Google behind that. Hampton. Can you Google um, that one for We you? don't want interference. We figured That's out the right. interference issue, That's so right. we'll, we can, right. we could touch on that later. Okay. But I do remember hearing the, the, the like the story and mm-hmm. how they were kind of under controversy. But when I heard they had to Corpus, kick him out of the group. When I heard Corpus Christi, I was like, "Who's he talking about?" Mm-hmm. But then after the second listen, I was okay. I'm gonna ignore that. I don't understand what he's talking about, and just listen to what he's talking about. Um, he's very open and transparent. Which, if you listen to American Boyfriend, you know he's very, very transparent when he talks. Um, he's a very good storyteller, mm-hmm. and I, that I, that came out of just listening to it. Even though I thought at the beginning, like, what what is he talking about? So he he at least displayed that. If you're a casual listener and you hear that, it's not going to be like, okay, I, I'm t- totally lost because I don't know what's going on. I still on. think you have a lot more appreciation for Kevin Abstract than most. If if I were to show you Corpus Christi, if I were to play this in in the in the car with you, and you didn't know anything about about Kevin Abstract about Brockhampton, I feel like you just zone out. And I, I did it the first time because I yeah. was like, I don't know what this is. And so it, that's kind I ignored of an example all of the facts. That's an example of where I think this song is for diehard, not diehard, but just people that are in the know of Brockhampton and of that controversy because it is an incredibly vulnerable track. I love that Kevin is pretty much, he compares the, the movie Blow at the end where his mom, his grandmother ends up snitching on him yeah. somehow. He says, at one, at what point do I just air this out for myself? Because I, I helped all you guys get over this shit, but I'm not over it. And I know it's going to piss you guys off, me talking about it, but I do miss my friend. I do I do still think about him, you know. I He has he has his own feelings about it, and this was his way of, get, of getting it off his chest. Right. Which is, again, for me, that's one of my favorite tracks because I know about it. For... People that are not in the know, you you might not like this song, and that's why it's hard for me to recommend this EP. You know, yeah. in well, general, he did put out the full length version, Arizona Baby. Arizona Baby came after. Okay, so Ghetto Baby was first, and then he put out. Arizona well, Ghetto Baby, Baby came out at like midnight, and then I think he re-released right. Arizona with, Baby. Yeah, with the rest of the tracks. Yeah, and I like the the second half of the album better than the the EP. Okay, um, I don't. Did you listen to too much Arizona Baby? Mm-mm. Okay, so I'll just hit kind of the high points. We don't have to talk about it like too in depth. Right. Uh, but that really was the the highlight of the album for me. Starting from Baby Boy was the last one on, was it the last Mississippi no, was Mississippi the last one on Get Up Baby. Right. So from Mississippi, the ratings that I gave it. So this next song was Use Me. I rated it a nine. He used crickets in the beat. Uh-huh. It is so cr- like. And at the beginning, I was like, okay, the crickets is a cool <laughs> effect. And then I kept hearing it. I was like, oh, this is actually cool. Um, so it went like the ratings nine, eight, eight, and then seven. Okay. Um, I rated the whole album Arizona Baby because um, I, I knew we talked about the EP, but I was I want to listen to the whole thing now because yeah. it's a whole creative. Pro- I project didn't. I point. didn't go back to listen to it. I didn't even um, know that it had come out. 
the EP has better replay value to me because of how short it is. Right. Like it's something like I know if I have an appointment, how to many go to more, it twenty minutes? How many more tracks are on Arizona Baby now? I think. Okay, so let's go back here. So it stops at Mississippi. Let me see. There's eleven tracks total, so there's one, two. Three, so the only one five, I have five more songs. Okay. Okay. So you, so we could even do like a. Well, I guess. I'll, I want to talk about those eventually, but I, I didn't even know that those came out. So American I have problem, to check them out. Check, I rated that a ten out of ten. Oh wow. Um, Why? I said it was my favorite by far. Um, is that one song you would recommend to everybody to go yes, listen to? Yes, if American you liked, problem. And I, yeah, I'll tell you why. Um, the style, like on his last verse, it would have, it could have fit a pimp a butterfly feature, a damn feature. Um, he talks about how he was very influenced by Tyler, like even in his early stage, mm-hmm. and with. Kevin Abstract being very vocal about being homosexual. I thought that was kind of crazy that he identified well with Tyler at the beginning because Tyler was very, in that time, anti-homosexual. But whenever I heard that kind of stuff, man, I was, I was, I mean, I think we both were incredibly attached to Odd Future. Oh, when we heard them, when we heard them shout out gay slurs, we didn't think of it in like a hateful way. It was always very playful. It was always something fun. And they were kind of, they were very punk in their upbringing. And I think gay people, as in general, were sort of outcasted from society for so long that there is this draw to the outsiders. There is this draw to the people that are on the outskirts of, of pop culture but are so, you can already tell they're going to be the future of it. Yeah. I just meant like if, if I was like, just I'm going to put my... Like, I'm going to try to look through their perspective. If I was homosexual and I heard somebody Tyler saying the F word, yeah. I would be offended and not want to tune in. But I thought it was pretty crazy that Kevin Abstract maybe looked past that mm-hmm. and looked at the art that Tyler is. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of cool. Um, the, the highlights that I talked about when listening to, like, this phase of Kevin Abstract, because his sound is going to change and continue to change with, with Brockhampton being as prevalent and doing as much as they are. I don't think, and even you can listen to, if you listen to the whole tape, no, no song sounds the same. Mm-hmm. He can execute different sounds extremely well. And I think it's just going to always, he's going to be like a zebra of music. You're not going to know what to expect. As Brockhampton as a group in general, I think they're just all about forward movement. The Saturation 3 tapes came out, boom, 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 within within a like, year. The, all three of them the, came All out. three tapes came out within a year, and all three tapes are totally different. Yeah. So Kevin Abstract Sound is going to continue to. They're just kind of workhorses. It seems like for they're like studio workhorses. Yeah. You know, I think he's just constantly creating. I love this EP. I think for me the one that I the one that I would recommend, the songs that I would recommend the most is definitely Joyride, Baby Boy, B- Big Wheels, and. Um, I want to recommend Corpus Christi because I like it. But yeah, I, if, you, if you're a Brockhampton fan, you'll yeah. you'll get some out of that. Yeah, but those those are my four yeah. that I like the most. Production extremely good. Yeah. I mean, it, ten out of ten on production for sure. I mean, it's I like the the sounds that they blended together were blended together so well. I would give this I would give this an eight, and I'm gonna go back and listen to Arizona Baby, and if I can throw that into my top ten, it. We'll, we'll give Hakeem his own it. segment on the next episode, and he he'll, he'll tell y'all what he thought about Arizona. Baby. Okay, because I because I haven't went back to listen to that one. Because all to. the songs that you just I liked all the songs. I like it, really I like every song on the album. Right. Um, but Big Wheels 
was an eight, Joyride was a ten, and the rest of the songs were seven or below. Okay. Until I got down to the second half of the album that you haven't heard. So when yeah. you do that, I'll give you, I'll give a little more in depth opinion of what I thought about it. Okay. Um, Overall, what would you give this EP? The EP, so, not Arizona Baby. Just okay, the EP. EP. Yeah. Quick maps. Okay. Everyday men's <laughs> on the block. Blood trees. All right. So you add eight and nine and six and seven and six. Mississippi was on the EP, right? Right. Plus six. So one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Forty-two divided so you by give it six. A seven. It's a seven for the EP. Okay. Arizona baby to me got an eight. Okay. And then I'll when 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 I when Hakeem gets his own segment. <laughs> Arizona baby might get a nine because the. To me, the EP's an eight. And yeah, you're gonna like the bottom yeah. way better. I'm really into Kevin Abstract. These, this, from when you showed me those three, those first three songs that came out, I just was attached immediately. And then I listened to Ghetto Baby, and I, I wasn't disappointed. And I would highly recommend this to anybody who likes, again, just sort of very experimental. And also, if you're just a Brockhampton fan too, definitely yeah. check this out. Definitely. To explain some confusion, we had like world confusion a couple days ago. When we we oh, first yeah. came up with reviewing this like about a week ago. We usually kind of farm our ideas out. We go, we tweaking all. Tweaking all. So that's typically how our, our schedules work. Like we'll pick a song or we'll pick an album, whatever we want to talk about, and we'll talk about it for a week and then we'll do the episode. Yeah. So we've been planning on this <laughs> for this whole week in the first like three days of the week. Anwar Hadid, the brother to Bella and Gigi Hadid, is a rock star, sort of. If you liked uh, Speeding Bullet to Heaven, you'll love Anwar's album. <laughs> well, when I looked up Jaden, because I didn't know Jaden dropped the Smith off his name, so I just typed in Jaden Smith, the recent, the most recent thing, and it was this year, was some shitty Anwar Hadid <laughs> album. If you want your ears graded, go for it. Oh my God. It is... Terrible. You listened to. And I then, listened to the whole and album. And then he goes, I was kind of dreading reviewing this. I was like, what do you mean? It wasn't that long. It's three songs. Yeah. But that then I, I figured it out. And then obviously we. Hakeem was didn't know that Arizona Baby was out. <laughs> yeah. So it's fucked. Yeah. So Hakeem will get his own segment on it's the fun. next episode. Yep. Arizona Baby. Sorry, Hakeem. And I completely. I was. Referencing Joyride the entire time when I'm talking about big wheels, I'm fucking up, guys. Well, to be fair, the, I didn't notice that until my third listen that it was two different songs. Mm. I thought it was because oh, it, wow. it's hard when I knew that Big Wheels is a separate song. I just forget because well, of that transition at the end from a music it's too seamless production standpoint. Like I did this when I was making music. When you do songs that like run together, when you finish, like when you master the song and you save it, at least on GarageBand and Logic, when you save it, it'll tell you at the end like how big of a gap do you want between each track. Right. And if you put zero, it'll just flow into the next one. So all he would have had to do was copy and paste the, or it could have just been all recorded on one file and just split. Mm. Okay. And he just wanted it in two tracks so people would recognize the Producer two. Producer talk seven. with Jacob. That's right. I got my segment. Hakeem has his segment. I'm catching up. <laughs> catching up with Hakeem catching and production points. Ooh. That's right. You came up with those just like off the cuff, huh? Everyday men's on the block. Give me that. <laughs> Blow trees. Hakeem's <laughs> got big board. fingers. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about what you're spinning here for a second. If people are been still listening to, listening to this oh, episode, listening. I love you guys. Um, what I'm spending this week, obviously, I mean, Kevin Abstract, for sure heavy. 
I listened to Wiz Khalifa's Fly Times Volume One. It was nostalgic. It dropped on. Yeah, I I I couldn't be mad at it. It felt very West Coast, very Wiz. It's a it's a fun listen. I wasn't mad at it at all. Another thing I've been listening to is uh, uh, Lil B came out. <laughs> Sorry, Kawhi. <laughs> <laughs> They put his mixtape on a... Our soundboard has three buttons. It's called 28 with a ladder. <laughs> Stream of consciousness, I guess. And it's, he's feat, it features the bass god on all of it. So, I only listened to the intro, but I need to re- listen to the rest of that shit. Hey, we should review 28 with a ladder. I didn't I, realize that that came out this year. Okay, well... Well, now that Hakeem has his own segment, Hakeem's going to have his own spinoff where he talks about Lil B and I'm not present. <laughs> All right. Um, what uh, else? I know uh, you've been playing that Sanguine Paradise. You know what, though? Did you see the Racks video that came out? I saw that it came out, but I have not watched it yet. It looked pretty artistic Son. from the thumbnail. It, I think it added to the song for me. Just like Lil Dicky's Earth. <laughs> I'm gonna strangle you, bro. I'm gonna strangle you, bro. I can just look like Mr. Krabs in that (laughs) meme. (laughs) That made me so mad. (laughs) All right. Um, Obviously, I've been listening to I Got Five on it because I've referenced that a couple times. 50 times. Yeah. Um, Obviously, Kevin Abstract and Jaden and War Hadid, (laughs) incidentally. I found this guy named Felly. I need to send you the link. Please do. Very, very cool. What is the name of the um, song? Wild Strawberries? Yeah, he's got a couple albums. I love that uh, that cover um, art, too. Hang on, I'm going to add that shit. You had kind of put me on to Mac DeMarco. I knew that you had been listening to him. And I'll talk a little bit more about why I've been listening to him a little more when we hit the good note. Uh, but I've been listening to him. Oh, look uh, at you. You went Rex, deep. Rex Orange County, Spillage Village, wait, which wait, is wait, the... Wait, wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. Wait, go back. Go back to what? For a second. How much Mac DeMarco have you listened to? I've listened to both of those. I need to listen What's to What's your more. favorite out of those two? Which one do you prefer? Um, Salad Days, Blue Boy, and The Last Track. Dude, out of Chamber of Reflections is one of my favorite songs. I, I mean, that, that, I, I, I'll sleep to that one. Yo, it's, it, have you seen the music video too? I don't know that he did any visuals. He has a documentary. I re- We should watch it after this. Okay. All right. I'm down with that. But dope, Jake. Dope. Spillage I, Village. I love it. Yes, I saw that. It's an awesome album. Mm-hmm. What got me this is I just put on, I think I put on Earl Radio. And I was like, I was doing something and I was kind of in the mood to not hear Earl anymore. So I kept just thumbs downing the songs, which I felt bad to do to Tebe. Yeah, why but, would you do that? I just wanted to listen to like some maybe like Earl Parallel music. Right. So that came on ASAP Ant. Mm-hmm. came up, uh, and that's how I discovered that Felly guy. So I went back and listened to some Mellow Height, Mac Miller, Blue Slide Park. You you know, for some reason, I've been in kind of a throwback kind of mood lately. It's just because the music that's coming out right now that's popping is not popping with me as much. You know which song I want to give a shout-out to? We're going to review Schoolboy Q next week, but music that's coming out that's popping, that song Water with Lil Baby? Mm-hmm. That's good. I like Lil Baby's feature on that one a lot. And I think 21 Savage killed his feature on that, too. Yeah. I don't want to go too deep, but I've listened to... I've So far, I've only been able to listen to twice. Aaron and I, shout out to Aaron, we were... He wanted to talk about the album, too, because he's been listening. Schoolboy's album? Yeah. Hey, well, Aaron, you're invited. Yeah. Okay. You're always invited, but... Okay. 
You're getting a formal invite. He he was like, we were Snapchat messaging. He goes, dude, I love talking about this with you. And we only have two stools, so we'll have to figure <laughs> out something for you to sit on. He'll just stand right here the entire, no, the entire time. <laughs> I would be so uneasy. No, I know. I hate when people like hover, like especially if I'm sitting down and someone's standing. <laughs> um, what else? Oh, oh I also Schoolboy's album too. Yeah, so. Schoolboy's album, and then I've been digging a little more into Corday too, because I think he's, YBN Corday. Yeah, he's pretty fucking down. He has some bars, dude. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what we've been spinning. What do you got for the good note? Uh, I, my classes are almost done. <laughs> Okay. That's respectable. <laughs> I know my sister, I think she said her last class is Wednesday. Yeah. I, I have one more week, but I got, dude, yeah, you know what, guys? Give me the strength. I'm going to be working 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. To, for two days, and I got to test the study for it, and I got friends coming over, staying at the house. It'll get done. Yeah, well, you're right. It'll get you done. are so right. Um, anything else? Nah, man. Hi. You guys, please, uh, Please like and subscribe. Rate us on on Apple Music if you can. Please give good, us, good things don't come my way. I guess we're just bridging right into the end. We need well, no, 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 no. I just want to. I, this is my oh, last so, little. This oh, is my last. I'm sorry spiel. to cut you off. No, no, no. You're good. My last little. I'm spiel. gonna let you finish. Thank you, bro. Thank you. But Beyonce had the best video. Fuck you. Halfway. Take a few steps back. Thank you, Jake. Please. You ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. <laughs> Jake, please just take a few steps back. And I just want to say, guys, please like and subscribe. Please give... Well, I can't even say like and subscribe anymore. We're not really doing the YouTube shit. No, you, you can subscribe through subscribe. Apple Podcasts. All right. Please subscribe. Give us a five-star rating. Turn on notifications. When our stuff drops, you'll on. get a notification. Um, we don't mean to harass y'all, but we appreciate you guys listening to us. Jake, please go ahead and... All right. So I finished Supermarket. If, for those of you that do follow us on social media, you saw I put up a picture of the book. Um, it was incredible. I don't know why Logic is rapping. <laughs> like, I know, like, all the diehard, like, Gambino fans are like, like, the rap Gambino fans are like, ah, oh, why can't he rap anymore? Like, mm-hmm. Logic don't need to be rapping. I mean, obviously, he's very, very proficient at it, and he mm-hmm. does it well and can compete well with legends. Yeah, I enjoy Logic's rapping. That is one of the most creative rappers, I think, that, I mean... That's one of the most creative people, I think, alive right now. I, I would give Logic that for sure. I mean, he's, even when he, to me, even when his concepts don't work, they still are, I still admire him for but trying. The only one I think that didn't work was everybody. And I could argue the incredible true story didn't I liked either. It. But not the concept. You liked it because the songs were good. I don't think that concept was a... I like the concept because he's talked about it, how he wants to make it into a movie, and he wants to use that as a soundtrack, and he doesn't want to... I just don't want the part where he summons Big Sean of all people from the past, and then all I get is, what up, Kanye, you little bitch? (laughs) That was the highlight. I hated that shit. I loved that. I thought that was I went crazy when I heard it the first time. But the book is so good. It, It tackles, like, mental issues. So if you have, like... I mean, Does depression. Talk about his divorce. No, I mean it has nothing to do with logic. Oh, like it okay. is a novel. It's not oh. a biography. Like it's a novel. Oh. That's why I'm saying that is the most creative like That's person cool. right now. Um, People did not like the soundtrack. Hip hop fans didn't really like the soundtrack. Yeah, that's fair. I, I agree looking. with you on that. I think I think people who aren't into hip hop could could potentially get something out of that. Yeah. Well, what I've been doing, he's been kind of retweeting some of the fan stuff about supermarkets. So I've been kind of like digging through those threads. 
Mm-hmm. And like I'll look at people's Twitter. I mean, you know how getting like black holes on yeah, this, yeah. like social media, and you'll just follow stuff and keep going. Right. So I was looking at these people, and it's like people that listen to like punk rock, like all sorts of people. Like when you go and look at the top in their header, and it tells you like what they're interested in and stuff. It was like the widest spectrum of people. Right. Uh, but it tackles suicidal thoughts, depression, all in a novel that if you if you don't really care about stuff like that and you just want to read a good story. It, it it would really appeal to anybody, unless you just don't like cursing, because he is very raw. How Man. long is it? Uh, Tabitha's got the like book. what around two hundred pages. I think it was say? like two two hundred and yeah two hundred something. See, so but it's even, paperback and it's it's not very big, so the pages really go very quickly. That's what I mean. Like so, it's it's just it's a quick read too, which I think is another reason. Sometimes when you tell when you try to recommend a book to people, they just get like they're like this fucking guy. Yeah. He just recommended a book. Well, it's very it's a very simple read. Like there's really sure, six integral yeah. characters. So and it's very dialogue based. I'm reading it next. Yeah, you Hakeem's got the library card. <laughs> He's on the waiting list. Um but you know, it's excellent. Excellent. That's very uh, cool. it'll challenge how you feel about mental illness. If you I know there's a lot of people, especially in the South and just, just part of the I culture. I don't really here. believe much in that. That's the devil. That's a big one that people mm-hmm. say. They should um, just pray about it. Exactly. It whether you away. whether you are a proponent of that, it's thinking, a chemical imbalance. No, pray about it, sweetheart. Yeah. Please, ma'am, it's a chemical imbalance. You'll get something from it, I promise. I need you to pray about it. Stop. Don't read the book. I'm gonna need y'all to pray about it. You guys think Hakeem's joking, but there are really people here that think that way. Yeah. It's, it's very sad. horrifying. One time, a kid was having a seizure. True story, guys. One time, a kid was having a seizure in my seventh grade science class, and. Um, Somebody did go to get the principal, to be fair, but my science teacher made us stand over him and pray. It was. Did he stop seizing? He sure didn't. And then he told me afterwards. He said, "He said, why the fuck were you guys standing over me?" <laughs> yeah, that would probably just that would scare me. I would feel like I'm about to be part of some ritual. I mean, I've never experienced seizing that's scary enough. It was a Christian school, to be fair. I'm not going to say any names of anybody in any That's understandable. But it was just the fact that, I don't know, it it was odd, you know? So that's kind of the culture that we're coming from, just so you guys have some reference. But whether whether or not you agree with whatever side you want to take, you'll get something from the book. It was incredible. Absolutely. I didn't mean to shit on religion there. That's fine. The book, it's fine. the book is like, you know, everybody's seen like the plot triangle where it goes up and then you go back down. <clears throat> it's literally like roller coaster, roller coaster up, like steep drop, and then um, I won't, I won't ruin it for you. But it, it has everything you want. If, if you're into literature, literally every element that readers want is in there. What was New York? A ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. And that may be because I don't read a lot. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying. <laughs> I don't. The last thing Jake read was Green Eggs and Ham, and that was a classic. So true. all he has to go off of is classics. That's not true. No, you read. No, you read more I'm, than I'm me this year. I'm still reading Charlemagne's book. Um, I, I read it every now. And I read Gucci Mane's autobiography. Though. I did too. That was good. I, I just our lives right now are so fast paced. It's hard yeah. to try to read. I don't even watch TV that much. It's amazing that we even get the. This is the one thing. This is a good note. We can always set aside time for the podcast. Yeah. I feel like that's one thing. Like. Y'all read, very, we do this. It was very hard for me to do can, to cancel last week, you know? Well, like, 
I'm kind of glad you did because right. when you it were worked do it, out, I'd have been talking about Anwar, <laughs> and you'd been talking about a nice trap EP, and I would be saying I'd rather listen to Kid Cudi's "Speeding Bullet to Heaven" for the rest of my life than ever listen to this again. It had definitely been a confusing episode. Um, so yeah, we definitely need to talk about that once you once you read it. Absolutely. So he was a New York Times bestseller for like three weeks in a row. Sometimes when I hear those New York Times lists, it'll be like a guy I've never heard of, and they'll be like, "He was on the New York Times bestseller list for 150 weeks," <laughs> and I'm like, "What? Well, never heard of him." But all that's, the, that's great. All the book people are like, "He had a starter pack. He was a rapper. <laughs> he was." <laughs> The same shit that we do. <laughs> Lit, like, literary fans probably are hating on oh, this book. Oh, number one, huh? Pretty easy when you're signed to Def Jam. Yeah, pretty easy when you have number one records. <laughs> I don't, does he have number one record? Yeah, Alexa. most definitely. Does Logic have... Oh, cancel that. 1-800. Jake's an idiot. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. I'm not sure. Oh, Thank you're, you. you're not sure if Jake's an idiot? Thank you. Confirmed. Artificial intelligence ain't so bad. <laughs> for sure. Nate. Thanks, Elon. Thank you, Elon. That's all I got for the good note. That's it. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back with something new pretty soon. With def- yeah, right. I think the next one will be Schoolboy. Yeah, yeah, Schoolboy for sure. Yeah, Schoolboy Q will probably be the next episode out. Let us know if you guys want us to review anything. We're still taking submissions for logos. Yes. So please DM those to us if you can. Please share us with your friends because I've I've got an idea for some giveaways once we hit a few goals that we're we're looking at. So and that logo that logo is integral to those giveaways. Me too. And I was actually thinking about adding something else into it. I'm going to give you guys a hint. It, there is a mix of uh, a little bit of Marvel in there for it. Oh yeah. So may a little thank you gift to whoever uh, designs our logo. All right. How about that? Let's go with me. Let's do it. All right. We'll see you next time. All right. Goodbye, guys. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We appreciate you spending your time with us. Don't forget to share us with your family and friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Once again, that's HLHPO. Thanks for the support. And until next time, see